and welcome to CCBJ Perspectives podcast, providing access to leaders and influencers within the ever-evolving ecosystem of lawyers and legal professionals. Today, our guests join us from Quovent. They include Bill Horn, CEO, Michael Sheridan, President, and John Israelson, Chief Technology Officer. In our conversation today, Bill, Michael, and John will speak on the team culture at Quovent trends they're observing in the legal space as companies transition back to the office and their suggestions for legal professionals looking to improve their technical and business intelligence, among other things. Bill, Michael, John, it's a pleasure to connect with all of you today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Kristen, thanks for having us today. I know that uh, Michael, John, and I are all uh, pleased to join your podcast, so thank you. Terrific. So let's start out with some background about Quovent and the company's origin story. Sure. This is Bill Horn and uh, Quovent's private equity backed. And while the company's been around for a while, I like to refer to us as a five-year-old startup who's well capitalized, has a healthy balance sheet and growing handsomely. As the industry has matured, we appear to be benefiting from incumbent SaaS providers and seeing some tremendous growth, which is exciting. It appears as if the shiny new toys of the past are now creating more work for in-house GCs, CLOs, AGCs, and others. And what we hear consistently is that they want to get back to practicing law and tending to strategic matters as opposed to reviewing the output of these third-party legal bill review platforms on nights and weekends. So what we do, we do it well. We do save them some money and give them time back, but I think it's more important that it's the insights and analytics that we're delivering and giving them their time back so we all know they didn't go to law school to audit legal bills. So tell us about your team and the culture at Quovent. Well, I'm fortunate to have a great executive team at Quovent, two of which are joining us today, Michael and John, who you'll hear more from later. Uh, we just hired a new chief revenue officer from Axiom. His name is Chris Iconis. And not only are we excited, but he's ecstatic about the opportunities in our market. Past the executive leadership team, we've also invested into our client success team with new senior leaders and are hiring in key functional areas such as client success, IT, and sales. The culture at Quovit has certainly evolved over the last 15 months or so since we went remote in March of 2020. Uh, we've long been a collaborative company who appreciates our employees and their contributions to our customers' success. And in fact, we've recently created a new purpose statement which reads, uh, Quovit enables our clients to have valuable relationships with their law firms. And at the end of the day, we're here to empower both our clients and our employees to thrive in this new work from home environment and uh, this new world we've all come to know. In a nutshell, I think I'd summarize by saying that our culture reflects the beliefs of our employees, is inclusive and diverse from many perspectives. And oh yes, we try to have some fun along the way and always looking to improve. Thank you. So the legal ecosystem demands continuous improvements to technology and efficiency. How do you anticipate seeing those deliverables evolve? This is John. Um, there are three main areas that, that we've been watching. One is increased levels of system integration, especially between corporate legal departments, law firms, and then different service providers such as Quovent. As part of this, there's been a greater move towards electronic data interchange formats in particular, the leads format within the legal industry. 
And that's gonna help facilitate efficient and accurate transfer of data between the different uh, providers that are involved. And it also helps ensure that key data elements are collected by corporate legal departments. For Quovent, that helps us increase the accuracy of data that we can provide to clients, as well as reduces the amount of invoice processing time that's required to handle those invoices. The second major area of, is growth around cloud services, in particular, Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, and the Google Cloud. That's gonna to help to provide flexibility and scale where it's needed. And this doesn't have to be an all or nothing solution. This is something where companies can mix a hybrid of on-premise um, self-hosted servers, as well as cloud configurations. The challenge in that area is overcoming certain perceptual and compliance issues. The providers have helped a lot in ensuring that those are stable and secure environments. Um, so that's something that is continuing to evolve and corporations have to take a look at that and match it to their own specific needs and regulatory compliance rules. Then the third area is increased use of AI technologies in particular machine learning. This is an area that's had rapid growth since about 2010. And today there are many packages that are coming online that are available that corporations can take advantage of uh, around intelligent document processing, performing intelligent search, doing business forecasting and other areas. And so that's an area that's along with the growth, it's also got a lot of hype. So that's something that has to be balanced out between what can be done and what's available. So we're recording this in early June of 2021. Um, and I'd like to ask what trends you're seeing in the legal space as remote working has evolved to a certain degree of maturity and folks are looking to go back to the office. Hi, this is Michael. I'm happy to take that one. I think one truth that we have seen from COVID and our experience in 2020 is that technology has always been important in conducting business and in uh, practicing law, but it's more so demonstrated throughout the past year the importance of technology, not only to keep us who work with one another connected, but also to keep us connected and to keep business moving and cases moving across different phases and different parties. Law firms have long embraced some level of working from home and flexibility with respect to schedules. It may be just that the practice of law is very demanding and requires the ability to work outside of traditional office hours. Um, and so that flexibility to work at 8 p.m. at night from a location other than a traditional law firm or office was embraced uh, by law firms maybe first. I think that one trend we're seeing is that flexibility um, being adopted by legal departments, by companies at large and by all of our clients. Um, and I think that trend of flexibility and finding ways to do things through technology outside of uh, traditional avenues will continue. In-person meetings and collaborations are look different and I think will continue to look different. And then obviously there's been changes to how litigation is conducted. We've seen efficiencies gained in how litigation is conducted. Traditionally, there might be a motion day where lawyers would go sit in a, a courtroom and wait for a docket to be called. And that is replaced by a virtual meeting from the court. 
there's less travel associated with litigation these days, and that's another trend, which results in less costs uh, to litigants, including uh, corporate defendants. And then there's lower rates that we have seen during the course of, of this period as well. Thank you. Over the past year, Quoven has continued to develop products and services related to artificial intelligence and business intelligence. What can we expect to see down the road? Well, business intelligence has been at the core of our services since uh, Quovent was started. So we, we have a base of over 20 years of data to build upon. And business intelligence uh, reporting and analytics are available to clients today. However, we're going to take that to the next level. So we are currently in the process of developing a rich new set of analytic dashboards. These are highly graphical, very user interactive that uh, corporate law firm clients can take advantage of. We're going to extend that to include law firms also. And I think that's going to really provide a lot more insight available to them. As part of that, we're focusing on what is really information that is important to provide to them. So focusing in to get them the information they need quickly um, and in a compact, usable format. Along the lines of artificial intelligence, that's another area that we have used artificial intelligence technologies for a number of years around OCR, which is optical character recognition. That's where we process images of invoices and turn those into usable data. Um, that's been built into products we've, we've had and, and taken advantage of. In the past year, we've really focused on custom solutions that are tailored towards increasing the efficiency of our operations team. So that's taking a lot of data, processing it through a machine learning engine and allowing our operations staff to handle the volume of invoices much more efficiently, as well as provide new access to data that they haven't had available in, in the past. I think as we go forward, we're continuing to expand on that. We've got additional systems under development right now. And as we look into the longer range, we're gonna combine artificial intelligence along with those business intelligence capabilities to provide additional insights and predictive analytics to our clients and our law firms. Tell us what you suggest to legal professionals that are working to improve their technical and business intelligence acumen. I think there are two questions to consider at the start of this. Legal departments and law firms and all organizations have experienced, like everybody else, the information explosion and every organization is sitting on an incredible amount of data. Uh, so I think the first question is how to see the story that that data is telling you as a lawyer or as a general counsel. And then the second question, I think, to frame an answer to this question is it's important to think creatively about the workflows and processes in a legal department or a law firm and where business intelligence may work best there. Uh, there's a lot of technology currently used in legal departments um, and by law firms such as billing software and case management programs and legal spend management programs as just three examples. I would look to those technologies and see how they can help you and what data is being captured in those uh, software programs or technologies. And then I would reach out to groups that support those technologies and groups beyond the technology itself. Quovent is headquartered in Nashville, and there's a group called the Nashville Technology Council, which is really disassociated from the law and obviously really focused on technology. 
So I would encourage um, general counsels and others to get involved with groups like the Nashville Technology Council or what groups may be present in a given area. When I was general counsel, there was a lot of work uh, that was manual. Um, and as Bill alluded to, none of us cared to review bills. Um, and there's answers and technology available to take that type of work away from the day-to-day business of a legal department or a law firm. And also by using technology, as I said, you get to capture data and look at that data and see what story is coming out of that data. And then also there's a lot of online resources available to anybody looking to increase their knowledge of technology and how business intelligence may help conduct the practice of law or running of a legal department. Excellent. Communicating with the board of directors and the rest of the C-suite is an essential part of being a successful general counsel. Talk to us about how case management systems can help successful general counsel work with the rest of the C-suite and communicate with the board of directors. Sure, that's a great question. And maybe the best way to answer it is by way of example. I was general counsel of a public company for a number of years, and we used various technologies in our department um, to capture information and generate reports, um, case management systems, as well as legal spend management systems. And the data that comes out of those systems can be fed into reports um, for benchmarking purposes of law firms in one jurisdiction, for example, the Pacific Northwest, that can be used to compare the performance of those law firms, both financial and otherwise, to law firms in other jurisdictions performing similar type of work. So if you had an employment discrimination case, for example, in Illinois, um, and you had outside counsel there um, defending it, the information that is captured by these systems and generated into reports can be shared with the CFO, the board of directors, your CEO, to compare the performance of that law firm in Illinois against a law firm handling a similar case in Florida, for example. And then you can benchmark those firms and make sure that work is being performed in an efficient way and similarly where it should be handled similarly and that work is being channeled or directed to the best performing and most successful law firms. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, thank you all for joining us today. It's been my pleasure. I'm hoping that we can all stay in touch and hear more about progress within the legal profession later this year. Thank you. We enjoyed it. Thank you.